Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our host, Joe Kay, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hit Parade Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Kay, joined by Pat and Tom. And uh, hey, we got we got one more microphone in the room today. Um, our special guest truly puts the special in that. Uh, Jason Glesky is here from Sports Card Machines. Uh, I think you're our first actual guest that hasn't worked in the office at some point. Is that correct? I think so. Look yeah. at that. So, Jason, what brings you here to Hit Parade, uh, Hit Parade Studios? Oh, just uh, some more inventory to, to move to your guys. And uh, yeah. He missed us. He hasn't seen us at the National. He missed us. Yeah, he he was definitely bopping around our booth a bunch to like, hey guys, what's going on? Just like say hi, even though we were way too busy to even talk to you. Every single day I would make sure, you know, on the <laughs> early hours of the day to say hi. And uh, <laughs> I, was extremely busy. Well, we gave you handshakes. That's the best way Absolutely. to do Absolutely. I don't think I saw you one time in our booth. That is a, that is a bold-faced lie. I really don't think I saw him one time in the I booth. I think he's right. He, he might have come, came to the booth every day, but not one time when I was there. Oh, because that was in the morning when we were, like, taking down tarps and setting stuff up. So you usually run away so you didn't have to help with any of that. <laughs> so that, that makes all the most that sense. Checks, that checks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Right. We definitely didn't do a couple NWO salutes and things Too like sweet. that. Too sweet. That's how it goes. Too sweet. Classy. Classy. Um, Jason is arguably our biggest supplier of cards. Can we say it that way? I don't know. How you how would you explain it, Tom? Um, yeah, I, I would say that Jason has become probably the biggest supplier of cards for for one person um, over the last probably two years now. Oh, yeah. This is Jason um, all the time. Yeah. So like I said, um, he must have been out of money because he flew to Buffalo to bring us more cards. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not true, but yeah, good one, Joe. I love it. So, Jason, how long have you been doing cards, man? Like. First- Opened up my first pack in 1985. Okay, that's not doing cards. Opening yeah. a pack does not count as doing cards. How long have you been doing your hustle, your side, your whole business, man? Since uh, Matt Stafford's rookie year, 2009. 2009 you've been doing this? What yeah. made you, what made you uh, start? Matt Stafford, obviously. <laughs> it's actually Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I just enjoy it. I just always wanted to do something where I could just work for myself, and I've just really enjoyed it for so long. And then I've, I've known the David Adams brand for a while. And then one day I met Tom and then, you know, now we get to do this. It's just <laughs> yeah. been fantastic. <laughs> so, so um, tell me more about your business sports card machine. Correct. Uh, yep. You pretty much go to every show there is ever like you go to way more shows than we do for sure. He does like three shows a weekend sometimes, which I think is insane. The dedication to the industry. I mean, I wish there was actually more shows during the week. You know, sometimes. <laughs> you know, the wrestlers have to work that he can get all the cards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is that. No, I would. I, I like doing different things. When shows start on Thursday, that's kind of exciting because it's just different. I like doing going to different places, seeing different cards, different people. Uh, Yeah. And then it was just you for the longest time when you started, right? Yeah. And you started, but you started bringing other people into it. Yeah. Um, my wife helps. My stepson helps uh, doing the shipping. Uh, now I have Kyle on board, and he's Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> he is really just uh, just help. We call him the goat. I mean, because he's he's the greatest worker I've ever had under me. Sounds like he needs a raise. He sounds like <laughs> the only worker you've ever. I had told him. Me, I told me he had to ask for four hundred one k. <laughs> stock options, stock options. So, 
So when when did you realize um, like you had something going and then you're like, oh, I could probably do this for the rest of my life? Well, this is my second stint doing this full time. Um, I was in the middle of my first one and then I actually uh, got a call from um, Beckett to, to work for them for a couple of years. And I realized that I could I could do this on my own. And then the second stint, I just came way stronger. And and here we are. Nice. You know. Awesome. Hmm. Tom, you have any questions for Jason while I think of other ones? Well, I can I can tell you the first time I ever did a deal with Jason. Oh, here we go. Um, Dallas. It was our first time in Dallas. Um, so this is the first show after COVID. Actually, excuse me, it's the second show after COVID because we did not go to the first one because we were still like, eh, are people really going to go to this? Is it really going to be a big show? Because was it? obviously the world was shut down. And then every single person we talked to was like, you have to go to Dallas. <laughs> um, so we're like, sure, let's let's go to Dallas. Um, so we went to the Dallas show and Jason had his two showcases and he had somebody sitting with him. Um, and I started pulling a couple cards out. And he had an Aaron Rodgers 101, which I will I found out was not a unusual thing for him being in Wisconsin. Right. But at the time, like, oh, that's cool. That's a Aaron Rodgers 101. So we kind of worked out a deal on everything else. And then I, I was like, okay, well, let me beat you up on the price of the Aaron Rodgers. We did a decent deal. Okay, cool. We talked, you know, you know, nice, nice deal. You know, I'll see you around. Um, and then the second show um that I went down there, actually went down with Adam and Adam Martin went down to a show, which was Super unusual. It's the first show he's been to other than the national or like the industry summit or mint, you know. Mm-hmm. So he went that down there, checked it out. And Jason was there, he saw him, recognized me, did another deal, hit another Aaron Rodgers 101. Nice. Um, did another did another deal. And then afterwards we were at the the hotel bar, which as everyone who's been to Dallas knows is a huge advantage of, of the place. You are right there in the hotel. You have the bar there, and then you have the craziest trade night ever because everything is yeah. right there in the hotel. Nerds everywhere, as far as the eye can see. So, I usually do not do the the craziness, nope. but we'll go to the bar and hang out to talk to people, meet people. Drink. Jason walked over and was like, "Hey, thanks for the deal. Can I buy you a drink?" Oh. Awesome. Yeah, he actually bought you your first drink. Yeah, that's the end. I've been paying for it ever yeah, since. Yes, it's been two years. Paying for it ever since. Appreciate Tom. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he bought me a drink. He was like, "Hey, you know, it was a pleasure doing a deal. You know, like to try to do more business with you. You know, what are you looking for?" Um, and kind of told him what we were buying, what we were looking at, and then the next show went up, and he was like, "Hey, I got this two row behind the booth for you to look through." No, oh, okay. Then now, now we're talking because. Yeah. Anyone who knows and done business with me, I, the stuff in the showcase is great. It's the stuff behind the tables that is where I make my bread and butter. Um, and he's like, hey, I got I got a, a two-row for you. Come come take a look. Pulled through probably 80% of the cards that he had. Yep, played with all these. Worked out a deal. And it has just snowballed from there to literally every week, two weeks, we're, we're seeing Jason and, and doing deals of, you know, a couple hundred cards. That's pretty crazy. So, Jason, why do you sell his fake kabooms? <laughs> oh, wow. I was wondering wow. if that was going to come up. Oh, man. That was that was pretty funny. He's going to explain. There, I love it. No, there was, there was, there was the... There, there was the Micah Parsons fake kaboom, and then there was the, um, the sticker with the... There's sticker with the Grant Hill. And... 
<laughs> I felt terrible about it because I don't miss very often. I take pride in accuracy and uh yeah i'm glad you i'm, I'm glad you're uh i loved it in, in jason's crap defense in jason's defense whoever went through that box also missed that it was a fake kaboom isn't that right tom it was not me there's a more there was a 98 chance it was you actually. it was not me it, it was not me this time uh but missed it as well and then we came back and as we do with every deal we, we go back we comp everything yeah. price everything and someone's like uh i don't think this is real <laughs> immediately said where we get that from jason 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 uh-oh, uh-oh. call him right away yeah oh yeah i felt horrible and of course and, you did. and you tom's like really it it happens. Happen. It's oh yeah it is what it is so jason um how do you feel about the card industry and the directions it's going i feel great about it i mean i know i know there's some big news that just happened but uh the I stay in my lane and I feel, you know, singles has been like crazy the last few years. It's been a more focus, I feel, than than wax has been. Um, the percentage wise people, obviously, you got to open the wax to get the singles. Mm-hmm. But that gap seems to be closing a lot more than what it used to be. Interesting. Hmm. What else do I want to ask Jason? That's what does he do differently than we do besides? Well, I guess everything, right? Like, what's a typical weekend for you? Honestly, you traveled to multiple shows. No, that's, we know. We see him every weekend. We, know we what do, weekend. but people who are listening to this have no idea what other I want to know what Jason does. does Monday through, like, Wednesday. The, like the Whatever days. Michelle tells him to do. We know that. <laughs> valid. Very valid. Mrs. <laughs> Machine travels. Yeah. See where they go. See when they go to Vegas. It's fine. It's... That, that's a great question, Tom. It's getting prepared. See, great question. Shut up. Yeah, he's only playing in your hands. <laughs> getting getting prepared for the week for the week, making the travel arrangements. What hotel am I going to stay at? Where am I going? Um, sometimes you guys will give me a call and say, "Hey, I need stuff now. Can we meet here, here, or here?" Sometimes there's that having having to be kind of on the fly. It's it's not. It's not totally easy. It's definitely not a regular job. So I'll tell you what Jason really does Monday through Wednesday now. Jason is in every Facebook group, every Mm -hmm. Discord group, every whatever group you can, constantly looking for cards to get ready for the weekend. Yeah, he said, oh, listen, Jason, we know you you travel all the time. It takes you four minutes to book a hotel. You have your diamond points. You have all this stuff. You have a... Hey, Delta, I need to fly here. And they actually booked the flight for you. All you got to do is speak it into Alexa and it books it for you. Come on. You spend every minute of every day looking to acquire cards. I do like to acquire cards. <laughs> <laughs> I, def- I definitely do. That is very accurate. It's just it's just because when you get a groove and when you find somebody that really needs something, filling a need, it's just like whenever you guys give me a quest, I feel... I want oh, to yeah. get in that. I want to get in that ninety-five to ninety-nine. We did 90, a new quest. He, he ninety-nine percentile he, of he, accuracy. He runs home, gets his shield and his cape. Right, right. <laughs> I'm ready to quest. <laughs> Couple magic potions, and yeah. we're on our way. <laughs> We've definitely given Jason homework before, and he's come through with flying colors. So. <laughs> uh, I think we need to see how for Halloween quest Jason. Right. Oh yeah. There we go. Just, the Legend of Zelda. That's exactly what it's going to look like. Oh, that's going to be awesome. great. Um, what else? I don't Oh, here's a good question. So I have two then. What is your favorite card you own right now? And what is the fav- your favorite card you've ever owned that you may have sold? 
I think I broke them. The favorite card I ever sold, I know, was the 52 Mantle. Um, I knew that one, was coming. 1.5. 1.5. The favorite. My favorite. Oh, was it grade 1.5? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were saying the cross is 1.5. <laughs> no. <laughs> <like> flex right <laughs> one flex, pal. I, I remember when you bought that. I remember. I was very yeah. excited. That was like, you know, kid growing up in Marinette, Wisconsin. Watching, watching him play baseball. No, <laughs> come on, Tom. I'm not that much older than you. It's just, you know, that was that was one of those things where I, achieving that card was like, I mean, that was the modern day Grail. That was that was he's really a little emotional here. He's Jason. He's gonna. Get emotional. I guarantee you, we'll make him cry before we're done. <laughs> oh no, sell it? we got 30 minutes yeah. to make him cry. <laughs> the you know so. It's it's a mix because it's the same card but two versions. It's probably my '84 OPG Eiserman and my '84 Tops Eiserman. They're both PSA nines. Okay. And my wife actually got me the first Eiserman run was the Tops. So I want to do all of Eiser. I actually collect a little bit. I do want to do all of Eiserman's um, graded cards, Tops and OPG nines or tens. So can I take it that he's your favorite player then? Oh. That's a good. Mm. That's a good favorite player. I'm not. A good, I'm not even like messing with you there. Yeah, 19, great number, Eiserman and Yao. Okay, look at you. How are the Red yeah. Wings going to do this year? Better. What does that? Well, mean? I mean, they missed the playoffs and they were not great. So I think they're going to make a playoff run. I really like the DeBrincat move, and then uh, you know Petrie uh, the other day they had some uh, you know veteran defense. So, so we're all about wagers on this show. If you don't know that, Ooh, um, here we go. So I will bet you a nice dinner. Not on the company. Sabers will have more points than the Red Wings at the end of the year. I I think I think I'll take that bet. But shake I got it right now. It's on camera. Shake. Done. Oh yeah. You just don't hit the microphone so much. I'm gonna leave. First timer. First timer. It's fine. But Go I on. think I think you guys are gonna be. You guys are gonna have a better chance. But I'll still I'll still take the bet. So I, I won this exact bet with Tyler um, last year. Last year. Yeah, so thank you. No, we're very no nah, lot of Vina, so I can't complain. You asked for that. You can't be you can't complain. So where do you want to go? Not a nice steak dinner, though. <laughs> yeah. But you chose it though. Yeah. Well it's for, it was a lunch. You can't you can't sit down. Oh, yeah. You and we, Jason will go to Fogo and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find something awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lupe's. There you go. No, we're gonna go there anyway. It's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a, a tradition. Go somewhere different. Th- Thursday lunch in Dallas. Lupe Oh yeah. yeah. I've been there for a couple of them. Yes, yeah, you have. Oh, yeah. Great. Right. Always. You're always invited for that. Thank you. Thank you. Too bad Patrick's not traveling as much. I understand. <laughs> but uh, so, all right. Big Red Wings fan, also Packer fan. Obviously, we made fun of you before. Yep. Um, how are the Packers going to do this year as a Packer fan? How do you feel? You know. Because I don't see you buying tons of Jordan Love yet. I mean, you guys buy them when I when you I buy them from everyone. You. That's irrelevant. Continue. <laughs> I'm hoping for. Ooh, he's scared. Uh, he's so scared. Hoping. He's scared of the Lions and the Bears. Oh my! <laughs> I'm not scared of the Bears, but I am scared of the Lions. I think the Lions are going to win the division. I, and of I, course, Kirk Chains. Come on, Kirk Cousins is the greatest NFC yeah. quarterback that there possibly could be. Go Vikes! Skull, I think the, skull. Right, that's I the one. Think, I think the pack, <laughs> the Packers could have anywhere between seven and ten wins. I'm not like overly optimistic. I'm, you know. I just I don't know. I hope Jordan loves surprises, but I, I and, you know, and I think if they're going to have the ten wins, it's going to be defense. So the question of the day or of the moment is: Are you investing in Jordan Love, best autograph in football? Are you investing and mm-hmm. in saying I'm going to buy Jordan Love now and hold him for the season? 
where you like, I'm divesting now because he's not going to be higher than he is today. I would go B. I would I would divest in him because I feel right before Aaron Rodgers, what you know, with all the news and everything like that, and then he filled in in Philly and his stuff started love stuff started going up. I feel there was a little bit more of a window, but he went very high, and I don't feel he's going to keep going up. Do you watch the preseason, Jason? Coming from the Packers fan. I do. I, I, Jordan I Love looked really good in the preseason. He has looked good in the preseason. So you're not buying the hype? I'm not buying the hype. From a I hope I'm wrong. Not That's yet, fun. though. He's a, he's like us Bills fans. Though. He's a little I, skeptical. He's, Patrick beat he's, me to it. He's yep. not jumping in. He's not going, oh, you know, diving in the pool yet. He's right. dipping well, his well, toe. No, he's lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, he it. understands. I, Listen, this, this, is, this is perfect. So I will, now be, I will now be paying 75% on all Jordan Love since you already think that his prices are high now. Thank you. You heard it here first on Hit Parade Podcast. Thank you for that great deal. <laughs> Sell your Jordan Love cards, Tom. <laughs> but uh, as opposed to the 60 you usually pay, right? Ooh. You wouldn't have flown out here if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, he doesn't get on the plane so, unless it's 80. Tom, Tom does do a pretty does ask a pretty good question then where he asked about what you would do with love cards. But right now, what is your best buy and your best sell? Or would it be worst sell? In the hobby, like what player are you buying the most of right now, and what would you be trying to get rid of all of right now? You know, I I I actually agree with Tom's take about Jalen Hurts. I think I just think that Jalen Hurts is a great buy right now. I mean, I, I think that they have the best road to the NFC. Tom is so happy right no, now. Rob, oh, no, oh, Rob Coots is so happy right yes, now. Good old Rob, hey, Rob. Rob Coots, who has 4,000 Jalen Hurts cards. He has yeah, a Robert, he met Coots Jr. What a legend. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> go on, Jalen Hurts. Um, and I feel... I feel Justin Fields is just a, you know, I know there's a ton of hype for him, but I think, I think he's plateaued. Is this because you ate the bears though? Not at all. Okay. I mean, I, you know, because if I, if if I was that much of a homer, I would have, I would have been like, oh, the Packers are going to, you know, make a deep run in the playoffs. Fair enough. So I have a question. Go ahead. What's your favorite kind of cheese and what's your, what's the most overrated? Did you bring us cheese? He's from, I so, have. so for the listeners no, today? out there, no. For the, for the listeners cheese out Wednesday. there, he's from Wisconsin, so that's what the cheese-related question. Um, an aficionado of cheese, I believe. Well, we have a video; they can look at him and see that he's from Wisconsin. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh, that, <laughs> that is true. Um, favorite type of cheese? Most overrated cheese? Ooh, sharp cheddar, like uh, uh, a twenty-year sharp cheddar. They don't sell like a bottle good. of wine. Oh, it's it's pretty. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty amazing. Want, there's so many jokes I want to make right now, and I'm not touching any of them. <laughs> Why not? It's a family show. Go ahead, Tom. No, go ahead. Sharp Come on, Tom. You, nope. you always go you always got to get a word out of No, go ahead. Twenty years so sharp cheddar. Twenty year sharp cheddar. Does aged it make it in a dark oak? Does it, yeah, oh, it's amazing. Does it make it like extra extra like sharp then? Oh yeah. See, here's the problem. That might be my least favorite cheese. It's just not that good. And I'm not saying this just to mess with you because, like, I know that He's I would do like that. He wants a punch That's my least show. favorite cheese. That's why I find it amazing because we usually have – we usually see eye to eye on all this What's stuff. What's your most overrated cheese? The Swiss. Mozzarella, maybe? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> and that's – it's <laughs> the opposite of what you're supposed to say. Patrick, Patrick, come back, please. It's been fun, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> the Italians will not have <laughs> Uh, is that real? I was sitting here. I go. I swear to God, he's not at all. Uh, hold on, no, he's it's, fixed. It's Swiss. Okay. It, 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 you're just saying, but, like, I, but I knew why, the Italians why, would do that. Yeah. Why, why would you? The whole country of Switzerland now is mad at you. 
That's no, they're not. They're neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Very, very good. Very uh, good. I love it. This has been fun. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to ask about your business. I know what you do all the time, and it's been kind of fun. So let's get into. If you right. run in, if you run into Jason at a show, stop and say hello. Tell him that you noticed him from the podcast. Yes, that's true. Anything else? Yeah, really. sports card machine. So if you see yeah. him at the show, give him a shout out. Yell the sports card machine, or if you buy something from from eBay from him. Or yeah, that too. Either way, eBay, Instagram, Facebook page, buy, Almost. sell, consult. That's right. Yes. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, maybe if, if people Jason, are lucky, I have a question for you. Jason, why don't we have T-shirts? Why don't yeah. we have sports card machine T-shirts? We'll, or hats? we'll make that happen. Plug your plug your social well, media. Well, 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 I'll get Michelle. On I'm that gonna one. have to be a good idea. Yeah. Too. Um, are the, are those t-shirts from the exact same color as Hip Parade's t-shirts? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them the Red Wings colors. Yes, they're Red Wings colors. Green and gold. That's fine. Our colors are red, red, white, and kind of blue, and yet we put out purple shirts and teal. So what do we know about that? That's true. <laughs> oh, Tom's always going to have his digs. Stephon. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. Stefan, I liked it. That was good. <sighs> All right. Again. It's better that he's not a Viking. Moving on. Panini, Fanatics, Thomas, tell me about it. Go. Wow. <laughs> so, obviously, it's huge. that is the bomb that was dropped on the hobby this week. Um, I have gotten countless emails from customers. I have friends who aren't even in the hobby that are asking about this. Mm-hmm. This is obviously the biggest news, basically, since Fanatics came in and bought licenses. Yeah. Um, unfo- you know, there's not a lot out there yet, obviously, there's a lot to unpack with it's what's going on. Um, so, you know, you're going to get lawyered. You know, this is going to go right to, to lawyers up. Um, you would have to imagine that Panini is going to try to do some kind of injunction to be able to hold off this um, stoppage here to have a stay. Because they, they think that Fanatics is monopolizing, right? Well, there's there's so many things, so many layers to this. It's not even necessarily a monopoly. That's part of it. But there's also... You know, a lot of people from Panini has left and gone to Fanatics. Fanatics has, has went and tried to hire the best of the best, and a lot of the best were from Panini. Uh, but there's a lot of layers to this. I would imagine that Panini is going to file an injunction. They're going to get some kind of stay so they can still make products, and they're probably going to try to dump these products that are mostly made um, over the next six months, eight months, year. Uh, who really knows how long this gets kind of caught up in the courts. But it's a very uncertain time for everybody. Um, there's talks that tops could be ready and well, fanatics slash tops, tops chrome, stuff like that could be ready as soon as January and they will re- start releasing football products for that. Um, so that could be a huge change. Um, obviously, you have the big names of cards like Flawless and National Treasures. What happened to, to those brands? Is there a buyout where, you know, maybe eventually fanatics goes in and buys panini or buys the light, the naming rights to certain products. Um, there's a lot of things that are going to happen over the next eight months. Um, and people are kind of panic's not the right word, but everyone is very on edge now to see what, where's, when's the other shoe going to drop? Everybody kind of looking around the room, seeing who's going to move first kind of deal. Yeah. Cause you could, you know, you could potentially not have products for the next four months. If, if this is a hard, you know, stoppage and Panini can't release any more products and there is nothing ready for, you know, fanatics till January. You have, you know, three months here where there's no products released. What happens? You call it parade and we make you products. Yeah. That's, 
but but yeah, but you don't really to be a thing. Right yeah, now. but you don't really Thanks, you, yeah, you don't really know. Um, so it's just it's something that you're gonna have to keep your eye on. Um, mm-hmm. see how things are changing. Um, like I said, if, if people, you're if you're a consumer and they have to stop, let's say they can keep making product. As a consumer, do you try and buy up all the product you can because you know won't we'll, we'll, like needing will never make cards again? Kind of like a rarity. So it's very interesting. That definitely could be the case. Um, if you look at uh, like first years of products, last years of products right, usually right. have a premium. Yeah. Um, there absolutely could be. On the flip side, though, you know, there's a chance that a lot of the big names Panini doesn't have because they don't have the, their their license. So like Wimbayana right, signed with right. Fanatics. So maybe these products don't sell. And obviously this have, hasn't happened in basketball yet. Mm-hmm. That's going to come. Yeah, Basketball is not too far behind, in, in my opinion. Um, so it's going to be a real interesting time um, for the end consumers. It's going to be interesting time for dealers at shows to to not really know what to expect. Um, so, you know, the best thing for anyone to do is just to be, be kind of lean at this time and continue to just kind of move through and, and buy what you need and keep the, 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 the wheel rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm probably not loading up on anything now and I'm not selling off right now because um, there's going to be changes and you want to be able to kind of kind of change on the fly. Right. Now, Jason, I'll, I'll ask you this question. With all the stuff that's going on, obviously, with Panini Fanatics, <clears throat> so nobody exactly knows, like, how nice the Fanatics cards are going to be, where they're going to go, et cetera, et cetera. And I would I would say, I mean, the reason you're here, the reason we're here is because the hobby's in a pretty good spot, you know, better than arguably ever, except for, well, COVID, but that's fine. Still on the upswing. Could something like this just derail everything we have going? That's a great question, Joe. I don't think so. I don't know about derail. I think what's going to happen, in my opinion, is that the 90s stuff right now is really hot, just for example. I think that stuff's going to continue to rise. I think a lot of the products, a lot of the earlier products, vintage, a lot of people are going to vintage. Also, some of the, you know, the newer guys from the last couple of years, you know, the 2020 product is red hot, you know, with all the quarterbacks. Um, I feel that's going to continue to go. And I, I feel people are going to also absorb what's in, what they can right now and then just you know wait and see hold it like a director debate how do you feel about that so i i i I do think there's validity to everything you just said but Mm -hmm. i i still think that new product is is where it's going to be and it's just going to be where is it coming from and making adjustments um if you look at lebron james his best base card is a tops chrome rookie card like obviously, there's other things, but it, it's, it's a tops Chrome card. It's a tops card, so it's not like we haven't seen tops cards, which is obviously Fanatics owns tops, um, be the the trademark card for people before. So I don't necessarily think that it's going to be a huge uh, change for everybody. I just think people are going to going to move from one to the other, um, but it'll be interesting to see what what these people do. What's Panini going to do? Are they just going to basically leave are they going to do what they did with baseball and have unlicensed stuff um so that's the thing where what happens with with alternative you know products and you know 
there's some people that probably love panini. They're gonna and if panini doesn't sell and they still make flawless and they make flawless that is unlicensed, there's probably people who are still gonna buy flawless because they love flawless. Probably. Same thing with national treasures. Mm-hmm. So there's still brands out there that I think Panini could be very successful with, even without license. Fair. And that's kind of where my next question was going to go. So, for, you know, we just, you just named them flawless national treasures, like really nice stuff that people just love. Um, is there anything that fanatics is going to churn out that immediately is going to be just as good as that is like, should people be concerned that maybe the quality would dip perhaps of the cards themselves? Um, I mean, there's that concern, and I, I, Jason, you can speak on this too. I think there's that concern, but they did get Tops, and Tops is a very well respected brand in the baseball world. So I do think that a lot of that will translate over to, um, you know, football, basketball. My brain's not working the way it should be. What is like the the Tops like version of a National Treasures type thing? Like, what is their best? Thing that people be going after dynasty, yeah, dynasty. Di- dynasty. Dynasty is is one of them. They're, they're right up there. Um, they like Top Sterling, which is a, a great Love product. Okay. Transcendent, transcendent. So they have some. It's it's obviously it has a different feel than a flawless or a uh, national treasures, but they do have some high end products that you know people chase and and, and buy. And um, I think if you had a, you know, I love Tops Dynasty. It's one of my favorite. Um, great. Of, of all the all the you know brands all the things i love tops dynasty i would love to see tops dynasty basketball like it'd be super cool in my opinion fair enough i only ask because i've read a bunch of stuff on twitter and some people's concerns with with fanatics is just like i don't know if you've ever purchased anything from fanatics since they've been obviously just taking over the world they're doing you know great for themselves but sometimes people will order hats or jerseys or shirts and it'll it'll come in and it'll be made like not great at all. It'll be sleeves missing. It'll be wrong logos. Like a whole bunch of issues have like happened. And that could be just a thing of they're growing and maybe it's just like a t- at too rapid a rate and they're working out the kinks, but people are worried that that might happen in the card world. And is that a, do you think that's a valid concern or do you think that because they have tops and they have former people who worked for Panini and stuff that perhaps that those will all be wrinkled out before new cards come to market? I would agree I, I think that they're going to get the wrinkles out because you're going to have a lot of the people that have already been in the industry have been doing it forever. Okay. Yeah. You know, there, there is to, to dismiss those concerns I think would be wrong because I think there is a little bit of concern because they don't, you know, tops dynasty, top Sterling, transcendent, they're great products. None of them quite have the same production value as some of the top end paninis as the national treasures. Mm-hmm. So there is a little bit of concern about that. And I think, you know, the difference I would say with, you know, your jerseys and your T-shirts and all that is that a lot of this stuff is being outsourced by other companies that they're they're using uh, where they're using Tops, which is a respected brand that they're going to keep in-house. And I would think that they would still be using a lot of that same stuff. Okay. So now I know this, this almost sounds like we're almost, it's almost like a funeral for Panini, but it's not that right. Like they still can make their basketball products. Correct. So as of now, that's WWE, NASCAR. So my, my question is soccer. Do you feel like the fanatics takeover of the NBA stuff is not far off now? Uh, Absolutely. I, I would, I would be surprised if that announcement isn't made in the next couple months here. Oh, okay. If not, if not possibly sooner. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I would say probably around the same time uh, as like the 
posts is like the NFL start date. They they, you know, they just went right after the NFL PA. They'll wait till kind of like basketball is about to start up, and they'll probably do the same thing. Just throw a bunch of money at them. Okay, that's fair. And do you feel like because of fanatics had done things before, like like sign women Yana you were mentioning before, so now that they've if they just acquire it, wouldn't it just be better overall? So that way you'll get all of the players you want and every product again, instead of it potentially being like, you can only get this guy in this product, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's tough. I, 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 yes, I think the best for the hobby is to have products that have everybody in it. Um, that's the best thing you can do. You know, even to this day, it sucks that you can't pull a Jordan or LeBron Jersey right. or card mm-hmm. out of, out of Panini. Mm-hmm. You know, because those are the two biggest names, but they're upper deck exclusives. So yep. you already have that at some point that you don't have the best players. Um, so I think anytime you get a product that has everybody, that's better for for the end consumer that you can get anybody. Um, but at the same time, it's nice to have that other company making stuff because it does have a little bit of checks and balances. If Tops came out in Fanatics, and I don't think it's the case, but if all these concerns are right and everyone says, wow, this is a really terrible product they're making the quality is terrible why are we doing this you want panini there still making products to be well you know what it's not licensed but it's so much better i'm gonna buy this i'll tell you you know i i like tops baseball better panini baseball but i still really like some of the flawless baseball they do um and the i don't like the name uh but the panini three and two mm-hmm. i love panini one panini one and one they're they're some of my favorite products I really like the look of the three and two. I don't love the name, but it's a good product. It actually is pretty reasonable price. Um, so to me, there I, I like that second op- option for people to buy and, and do that. They should have just called it full count. Isn't that better? Oh, that's a great name. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that's like the three and two. Yeah, because because it, it's one, one and one. I think they want to keep it. the number. And I, I think that was a miss because I don't think three and two is a great name. Tom, what would you think about Upper Deck coming back and, you know, doing the basketball and the football? Man, did they make some great patches back in the day? Yeah, that's obviously that's the the one that's kind of out there is that Fanatics hasn't touched Upper Deck, hasn't done anything with that. Um, and, yeah, Upper Deck, you know, once again, you want to talk about great products. Exquisite has to Exquisite. be one of the best products ever. And people talk about you want great cards. And even though um, – you know, the condition on some of those cards aren't great because of the black border, the way they were done. Guaranteed um, eights. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't, they don't grade, they don't grade that well, but it is such a great product. And it, to, 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 to this day, as you know, you see someone's case and they have exquisite stuff. That's usually the first thing people ask about. Yeah. For sure. Now with upper deck, because I always get this stuff confused and I'm sure some of our listeners don't know specifically. They only have the NHL license. Is that what it is? Correct. They also do some, uh, they also do Goodwin. Yeah. Okay. So they do, you will get like a random um, Jordan in there and they do golf too. Yeah. So for the most part though, they're only like thing they can do is hockey. Yeah. Which at some point you you would assume that if Fanatics is just inhaling everyone, they might as well just take that too, right? Well, that's, that's, you talk about the monopoly and that stuff is, and that could be part of the reason it's out there. But as you stated earlier, so Panini, obviously, we know in the U.S., we know Panini from sports cards. Yep. Panini sticker business in Europe is huge. Um, it's, you know, it's the biggest part of the actual Panini is is that part of it. So people think, well, what's poor little Panini going to do against Fanatics? 
Benin's got some punch behind it as well. So uh, I don't expect them to just basically lay over and die in all this. All right. Well, I would, I would hope not. That's yeah, for sure. You know, Joe, I was thinking too, why don't we bring back more of the game, game worn, game used stuff like that? Maybe Fanatics, if they can do that and do that right, I mean, that's going to really cater to a lot of the consumers. If I'm remembering correctly from my various Facebook ads, they already sell a bunch of stuff that's game used or game worn that you can buy from them directly. So theoretically, it stands to reason they can take some of that stuff and chop it up into cool cards, which it's kind of what I think was what you're just saying. Absolutely. I believe it's, I think it's possible. I think they have to, they have to do something pretty cool just to make sure everybody who's uneasy to be like, Oh, this is going to be okay. At least on, you know, the consumer end. Cause the concern's always going to be there until, well, I guess until we see the cards, right? Yeah. yeah and, and it, you know, it sounds like fanatics is their big push and the way they've kind of got into this is that they want to give the athletes more ability to control this. They're going to give the athletes more money. Um, so that would obviously lead to better opportunities for them to get game use stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing you see in, in Dynasty already is that you'll see patches that this is from the All-Star game. This was worn in the All-Star game. This is worn. Yeah. And it's not even just – and you'll even see they have somewhere you can – it'll tell you what game they wore it in, which is super so cool, cool. So yeah, cool. compared to a just this was player oh, worn, whatever. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this was – yeah, you here's a sticker that says it was worn during this game. You know, all that kind of stuff, which, you know, as a collector, it creates rarity, which mm-hmm. which then creates value. If a, if, a, if a player like LeBron comes out, like wins the championship, is like this jersey's only going into a card, how much craziness that would drive the the business. If you think about that. Oh, yeah. If you if, if, like he just dropped 50 and won the championship, he's like this jersey's only going to be found in a sports card. Yeah. If you said, hey, we're, we're making 99 cards here of this jersey that I wore in the all-star game where I won MVP. Right. Like people would go nuts. For Absolutely. It sounds like another bounty, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't do it on whatnot. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about all the yeah, whatnot. You're not allowed too. to do bounties on yeah. whatnot no more, but changing their policies and stuff like that. So that, yeah, that once again, talk about fanatics. That's just, and that, that, that flew right underneath the radar as all this is going on. They're like, Oh, you guys go. But this, cause this is fanatics though. This, no, is, yeah, yeah, this is Fanatics Live is going to be coming out and Fanatics is going to have a whole bunch of things and they, they are um, going to put the pressure on whatnot. So whatnot is feeling it. Whatnot knows that um, they might have been a little too loose with some of the stuff that's going on. And listen, what whatnot, I, you know, Jason can attest. I remember seeing whatnot at shows when it was just a couple guys handing out flyers trying to get come oh, yeah. come, come join whatnot and we're like that. what is this are you kidding me because what is this going to be you guys just randomly drop in yellow balloons by your booth yeah, yeah. Yes. what's this balloon yeah and and to see how big they were like I said um, obviously at the national they set they basically sponsored the whole breaker area um, like I said at, I know San Diego Comic Con they had a house across the street from Comic Con where they had breakers going like whatnot is such a huge part of the hobby now. Um, and they they see Fanatics coming. They know that Fanatics is going to be doing their own live stuff, and they're going to be doing the same thing. So I think they're just trying to get themselves as prepared as possible for when Fanatics Live does go completely 100% live and they have all these people. How are they going to compete? That's pretty good. Um, is there anything else to talk about these things? Because we're at the point where we're already 40 minutes in, so we're going to have to get to like our final thoughts and skip whatever else we had going on. So if you have anything else to touch on these subjects... Now, say it now or else. I'm good. 
Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah, me too. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> very, very heavy Tom and Jason show, but that's okay because yeah. some exciting stuff happened. And well, He's quite frankly, gonna, we had to talk you about. Play it. your part. And yeah. I think it's. I think it was good having Jason here for that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like thank I said, you so much. Um, before we get out of here, make sure you plug your social media so everybody listening. Yeah, j- yeah. Do that before you. we do our final thoughts. They, you know, make sure they see you absolutely. and shows to stop and say hello. See if they have any double rows behind the, the table <laughs> for oh, no. <laughs> so now I'm embarking in some yeah. murky waters right here. We're not worried about Don't Jason. do that. But say Don't hi to Jason. It. Say hi to Michelle, Kyle, your stepson. It's always great having you here. Yeah. It's uh, at Sports Card Machines on um, Instagram. And then there's also a Sports Card Machines Facebook page. We're also on eBay. There we go. There you go. I love that. All right. So this will be our final thought part then. Um, Jason, you say you listen to the show all the time, but I feel like you don't. So what I'm going to tell you is that this is where we're going to go around. Everybody's going to give their final thought on something. Um, we usually start with Patrick. So I'll start it off. We're going to start with Patrick. Today is somebody's birthday. RIP to Kobe Bryant. It's a sad day. Um, unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, one of the biggest inspirations to come through the NBA uh, talk about getting some game worn stuff that would be incredible of uh, to have of his. But I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, the Bryan family. I know they're listening. <laughs> but obviously, uh, happy birthday to Kobe. Uh, we miss you. It's awesome. Absolutely, Jason. You can follow that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you follow up with a shout out to yeah. Kobe? You can say whatever you want to say, my guy. Mm-hmm. No, just the I I, I was just honored to be here and talk about the cool. with fanatics and everything like that really good time bring bring but bring back like the patches like upper deck did and the game worn and the player worn you know basically r.i.p to the player worn you know that's that's it fair enough tom follow that well well, up, well after we did the r.i.p Kobe, he did a RIP player war. Double. <laughs> it's a double RIP I situation. I mean, it's a funeral. why not? Funeral for Panini. No, it's I, not. I, not yet. Just no, kidding. No, it's not. I was just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm stuck between two here. So um, pick two both. Who cares? Okay. Quick one. Uh, baseball. Mariners are making a huge run. Um, good to see that young team after last year breaking into the playoffs, um, making some noise now. I think they're a game out of the wild card. 70 games um, wins. And basically, while they're on a fire of a heater right now, mm-hmm. the Yankees can't buy a win. And oh, I love that. No, and I love it. it I, I love it. I think nine straight losses. So, I mean, you're talking about the wild card with Seattle. Just remember the, the whole AL West is nuts. They're, Texas is only a half game of Houston, yeah. who's a half game of Seattle. So, that's going to be ridiculously fun to watch. Great at the end. Unfortunately, the Angels are not part of that conversation. Which and so he, unfortunately, are. Everybody, they should have known it was they weren't going to. I know, but like we like we talked about, they bought, and then everybody else in the division bought, and they still are left in the dust. Like eleven, the worst in sports. It is funny that you mentioned like, all right, the Mariners are doing great, and the Yankees are doing terrible, and one of those two teams are going to have show high next year. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know which, but uh, whoever shells out the billion dollar contract that they're going to throw, it's going to be crazy. But good. But I want to talk about some uh, FIBA basketball real quick. Yeah, Um, do it because. My man, Anthony Edwards, is playing lights out. Um, I'm loving that this younger team. So, you know, for years we've seen the stars. You've seen Carmelo. You've seen um, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, LeBron, like all these guys. And this is a team full of young players. Um, and people kind of were like, ah, I don't know how good they're really going to do. And you're seeing a guy like Anthony Edwards just basically take it 
and run with it. Halliburton's playing great off the bench for him. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's playing mm-hmm. great. Um, hopefully he doesn't get caught up in the Knicks lawsuit with the Raptors. They're suing, <laughs> they're suing, they're suing each other. It doesn't matter. They're Fine. suing each uh, other. Everybody's sued. But yeah. it, you know, it's great to see these young players get this opportunity to play for Team USA. Um, obviously winning a championship's great, but there's probably no bigger honor than getting to play with USA uh, for your country and to see these young kids playing well. Um, you know, obviously they just finished their um, what are they? They're five and zero in the exhibition exhibition games. games. Their first I, game is in like two days against three days. Yeah. Three days. Yep. I wanted to call them friendlies. But you know, it's fun to watch some some basketball in the off season and watch some of the the big stars of the NBA um, that will be over the next ten years and uh, buy their cards. I didn't know you were an Anthony Edwards fan. Oh yeah! Listen. No, he said it before. Listen, yeah. listen to what? I liked him. I, I liked him out of that draft class better than anybody. Um, well, if, I, I'm not you, saying I just didn't yeah. know he was your boy. Well, did you not see him in Adam Sandler's movie? I was just gonna say that great I movie. I did not see him in Adam Sandler's movie. Oh, he is amazing. Great. Which one is it? Which movie is it? Um, He's got like 900 of them. Which uh, what's it called? I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. This is a you thing. I, I, when he I plays, when he that. plays the sports agent. Um, and Jerry Maguire. Ant- no. <laughs> no. Um, and Anthony Edwards plays kind of the villain in it. Um, That's very funny. He does play a villain in the movie Hustle. Hustle, yes. Hustle. Yeah. Hustle. Oh, yes. Yes. And he is great in that. So I, I like it from that. But if you look in our back room where all our cards are, you can tell that I'm an Anthony Edwards fan. Because we have a <laughs> decent amount. Because we have a good amount of Anthony Edwards. Um, so buying that guy, um, buying a lot of those young guys. So good to see. Watch some basketball. Drive up some values. Basketball is always fun when Team USA is like awesome. You know, that's how it started with the Dream Team and all that stuff. And then even when like, you know, the USA team was pretty good in various Olympics and stuff along the way, it was a ton of fun. But then there was like always those teams where it's like you felt like they should be better and it felt like the chemistry was off. So it wasn't as fun. It was mm-hmm. like, why aren't these guys winning by 100 every time? Right. But now we got this round of guys and it's like all younger dudes and just like they gel well and it's like. The future and it's a it's a lot of fun again so you kind of have stole my my final thought but that's fine i'm pretty pumped for the same reasons you are um and it's not like they're going out and winning by 100 uh they're winning like they've been through some stuff already you know like germany gave them a hell of a run and uh, i think they were losing to spain and they came mm-hmm. back and and won so they're not just like beating the crap out of everybody which means the games are entertaining but they're all like working together and figuring out like which five they should have on the court and i think it'd be really fun to watch and I think we're going to pay more attention to FIBA than we normally would. So here we Absolutely. go. Absolutely, World Cup. Um, I guess my other final thought is just, I know we said we were going to be doing a mock draft this week. Uh, we did do a mock draft, to be clear. But then Jason showed up and, you know, Panini got set on fire and a whole bunch of cool stuff happened. So we will be doing and talking about that next week, which to you might be a week. To us, it's going to be about 10 minutes after we end this show because we're going to talk about it because, well, we got a bunch of stuff going on. But football news is rolling in and every single thing that comes in gets me a little bit more excited. Like um, like we were almost thought we were going to talk about, you know, Baker won the job in Tampa Bay. That's super fun. Not that it was hard. He had to beat Kyle Trask. Wasn't that difficult. Jonathan Taylor, his saga continues. They're, he's being told to go get a trade, mm-hmm. which is just the Colts way of saying, go find out that nobody wants to pay you, like we said, so we're not the only jerks here. Um Sam Darnold fantasy draft too. It sucks because you, you like, want to. Yeah, but, like, you just can't. Great Wisconsin oh. running back. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. Uh, Sam Darnold was officially named the number two in San Francisco, with Purdy as the number one, which means Trey Lance is number three. So he's going to probably get traded at some point, right? 
Um, so that's exciting to see what's going on. And there's just stuff going on every day now. So it's going to be a constant cycle of NFL it's the news. Most and wonderful time. Of the <laughs> and it is because I have fantasy draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Drunk, 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 drunk. Yes. Well, just one long drunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not true. I got to be at work a couple times. I would never drink at work. We don't promote that. But anyway, um, that's it. Uh, Jason, again, thank you for being here. Yeah, I appreciate Jason. it. I mean, thank you. It was a lot of fun to have you on the show and get a different opinion than just a schmuck saying the same things we always do. <laughs> You're uh, a sweetheart. It's, it's a very interesting time for the sports card world. And, well, we'll see how it's going to play out. Because who knows? Every day is something new. That's yeah, basically where we're absolutely. at at this point. But it's a lot of fun, and there's not really a group of people that I'd rather go with. So let's do it. Let's have fun. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. You good? Okay. Cool. I'm making sure. <laughs>